Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Slavery and involuntary servitude are illegal in California, but our state constitution has an exception to that rule involving the state's prison system. As KQED politics reporter Guy Maserati explains, some state lawmakers want to change that. Unlike most states, California still allows involuntary servitude as punishment for a crime. Solano County Assemblywoman Lori Wilson calls prison labor a modern-day form of slavery. Every incarcerated person currently gets assigned to specific work without choice in the type of job or work schedules when they enter prison. Banning involuntary servitude was a top recommendation made last year by a California task force studying reparations for African Americans. The allowance of slavery in our prisons disproportionately impacts Black people, those of a community still impacted by the aftermath of slavery in our country. The proposal would change California's constitution, so it requires support from two-thirds of the state legislature and then a majority of California voters. And getting through the Assembly and Senate won't be easy. A similar bill failed last year after opposition from Governor Gavin Newsom's Department of Finance, which warned of billions of dollars in new costs to the state's prison system if the change led to inmates getting minimum wage for their labor. For the California Report, I'm Guy Marzarati. A new bill introduced in the state Senate would set the minimum wage for health care workers at $25 an hour. The legislation, SB 525, would cover a wide range of jobs, caregivers, medical assistants, maintenance workers, and even doctors in residency. Advocates say low wages cause high turnover in a workforce already stressed by the pandemic. Union organizer and imaging technologist Georgette Bradford says there's not much incentive for people to stay in these jobs. They can get paid the same or more with a less stressful, less risky job in retail or food service. Those of us who have not left are stretched to the breaking point, trying to cover the work and the patient care that used to be handled by two or three other workers. State data show at least 70% of healthcare support workers are people of color and nearly 85% are women. 
Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Who has had this problem? Your laptop or smartphone isn't working, but the idea of repairing it yourself seems impossible because you can't get replacement parts and repair instructions from manufacturers, like say Apple. Well, after past attempts to pass it have failed, a right to repair bill has been reintroduced in Sacramento. If passed, it's supposed to make it easier and cheaper to get electronics you own fixed. I talked about the bill with Sander Cushion with the consumer advocacy group CalPerg. We met outside a big box electronics store here in L.A. What would this right of repair legislation do for the people of California? For one, it would save consumers money. People are fed up with buying a $1,000 device and having to replace it after a couple of years. So by passing this Right to Repair Act, there would be more opportunities for consumers to get their things fixed instead of buying completely new. How would it do that? So right now, um, because there is a lack of access to parts and tools and the manuals that we need to fix things, um, a lot of manufacturers can keep a sort of monopoly on the repair process. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar going into the Apple store, for example, and being told, oh, your battery's kaput. That's $500. I am aware of that. Yep, yep. So it doesn't have to be that way. If we made, if we passed this law, if we made the parts and tools available, then Consumers could fix them themselves, but even more importantly, independent repair shops could do the repairs at a cheaper price. Do you think that monopoly on repair is done on purpose by tech companies, or is it just kind of their corporate culture thinking, people just want to buy the new, bright, shiny new thing anyway instead of repairing what they got? Yeah, I think unfortunately it is intentional in a lot of situations. Um, At the end of the day, they can make more money if they keep repair internal um, or even more so just encourage people to buy new. Um, We also know that a lot of these big companies actively lobby against laws like the Right to Repair Act, um, which shows that they are fighting against a lot of what a lot of consumers want. CalPERG has released this report card uh, ranking different companies and how easy or hard it is for their products to be repaired by outside parties. I notice a very famous California company, Apple, has the lowest grade, a D. Why are they so low? Yeah, Apple received the worst score for both phones and laptops. And it's because, A, their devices are very hard to disassemble, and B, they actively lobby against right-to-repair legislation. So just practically, it is harder, much harder, to make a self-repair on, say, an Apple phone or laptop than it would be, I don't know, a Dell. Yes, yeah, that's one of the main findings from our report. 
along with big tech standing in the way of some of this, do you think it's also just a, a cultural problem that a lot of us kind of, we've lost the self-repair gene and a lot of us don't even think about making our own repairs, right? Yeah. Compared to the past. Do you think that's kind of an issue we have to grapple with as a society too? Yeah, I think that is part of the reality that we're living in, but also if people were given the option to repair their things, if they had access to the parts and tools, I think there would be a complete revival and reversal in that way. I think people are ingenuitive. They want to repair their things. They want the freedom to fix their own devices. Um, it's just you know, it's totally American thing to do, right? So um, even though it's not maybe the standard right now, if we're able to just normalize it, pass legislation to kind of get the ball rolling, I anticipate we'll see a lot more self-repair, independent repair, um, and it'd be for the benefit of everyone. That's Sander Cushion of the consumer advocacy group CalPerg, which supports passing right-to-repair legislation in California. And that's this edition of the California Report for Thursday, February 16th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks for listening, and have a great morning. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford HealthCare, where their greatest reward is a healthy patient. Paint Care, now with 846 drop-off sites in California, where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, which bets early on exceptional people making the world better. On the web at SchmidtFutures.com. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfetah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! <laughs>